0: Welcome to the Gospel Everyday podcast, following along with Mariners Church annual read. There is unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. This year, we're journeying together through the book of Proverbs in the pursuit of wisdom. So glad you're tuning in. I'm Steve Bingley, your host. On this episode, we'll be looking at Proverbs chapter 8, verse 12 to 13. The Word of God reads, I, wisdom, share a home with shrewdness and have knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate arrogant pride, evil conduct, and perverse speech. We're camping out in Proverbs chapter 8, looking at wisdom skillful living for all of its wonder mystery and splendor in the previous episode go listen to it if you haven't yet you know we talked about um the accessibility of wisdom for all wisdom is is actively seeking to uh give of itself and dispense itself to others and you know we talked about how wisdom does not discriminate you know the wisdom wants to Give to the wise, the foolish, the rich, the poor. Wisdom is, after all, wisdom is for all. Wisdom desires to bless all. And what I love, according to this passage, is um, that wisdom it it makes us it makes us wise, right? And uh, we see that because in verse twelve of what we read today, wisdom says, "Hey, you know, you you have me. Well, I share a home. You come over to my house and." Uh, you're gonna get shrewdness, and you're gonna have knowledge, and you're gonna have discretion. And the logical conclusion of that is that when we get wisdom, and therefore you know shrewdness and knowledge and discretion, is well, that's probably gonna build a life that's gonna run over, right? Uh, it, it's gonna runneth over. It's gonna be a life of success. It's gonna be a life that's that's well built and well designed, and a life that makes good choices and smart. Choices Now that's not a life of, of that's free of suffering, but it's going to be a well-designed life Well, you know, there's an interesting temptation that may come to us in view of that Because the temptation, and, and this is a temptation that we might not even be aware of, right? It's a temptation that we might not even initially have sought after wisdom for But, which is that we can over time start to use wisdom, Right, it start to use wisdom at, almost as a trampoline, almost like a springboard, like a stepping stone, uh, to simply just build and design a really beautiful and successful life. I mean, that sounds great, doesn't it? You know, get wisdom and and have skillful living and be really successful. In other words, it's very possible uh, that we can use wisdom, uh, gain wisdom, and use it. And over time, not even know it, but actually become kind of conceited, right? And arrogant and prideful, uh, believing that it wasn't the wisdom that God gave to us. It wasn't wisdom that was actually seeking after us first, but it was really our own wisdom that we were wise in our own eyes. And therefore, we built this beautiful life by our own might and our own intelligence, and we can become very arrogant. And that's why I love the Proverbs that we read this morning so much. Because, you know, this passage, it does such a great job of, of combining, on the one hand, you know, kind of the benefits of wisdom, right? shrewdness, knowledge, and discretion. But on the other hand, it, it holds the tension um, and warns us of the temptation from the success of wisdom, right? That's why it warns against uh, pride and evil and arrogance. Um, wisdom is actually saying, again, it's personification, saying, oh, uh, I hate I hate arrogant pride, I hate evil conduct, I hate perverse speech. I mean, those are that's strong language. Those are strong words. But it's wisdom saying to us through personification, um, "Hey, you! I want you to have me because if you have me, then you're going to have all these benefits of shrewdness and knowledge and discretion, and it's going to help you to build a beautiful life and make smart choices. But you need to know, I also hate pride." I also uh, don't like arrogance. And so we're invited to this beautiful tension where we receive the benefits of wisdom, but we also need to understand really the temptation of wisdom that's created from our own folly and, and pride. And I think that's why the key to this passage really is it's the fear of the Lord, right? The fear of the Lord, it's really reverent awe. Um, But it's really to be centered upon who God is. It's to really be focused on God, his character, and therefore that kind of anchors our hearts and souls so that everything that we do, it's really ultimately tethered and connected to the Wi-Fi, so to say, of God so that he drives all that we do, think, and feel. uh, What we do, it's not really primarily rooted in us. It's not about us, but it's really about him, and so as we see him so clearly, our heart is set on him, and so even the good things that we pursue, we pursue in light of and in view of him. That's really what uh, the fear of the Lord is, and that's and it's the fear of the Lord that's so necessary to help hold this intention. Tim and Kathy Keller they say this: without awe and wonder, or in other words, without fear of the Lord, success can and usually does lead to a sense of superiority and hubris. Then, then the spiral begins. Pride moves you toward foolishness, such as overconfidence in your intuition, which ultimately results in bad decisions and downfall. So is it okay to want wisdom because of what wisdom produces? Absolutely. But that desire just needs to be anchored into a greater desire, which is relationship with God. The greater desire of God himself, of wanting God, of wanting to be with him And flowing out of that, we also want what God loves. And God loves wisdom. Jesus is wisdom. So as we love him and pursue him, of course, of course, we can also pursue wisdom as well. And our hearts will be guarded and protected because um, our hearts are pursuing Jesus first. So I want to ask you a few questions just to help center and focus you. You know, do you want and hunger and crave wisdom because you know it's good for you? And I hope the answer is yes because it's not bad to cra- – we should want wisdom. I mean, wisdom is chasing us, so we should also want to chase wisdom. I mean, the, the biblical tone in Proverbs is that we should want it and seek it. But as we seek it, do we seek and desire wisdom and that flows out of a heart that loves and seeks God? Maybe another way to a- ask this is when you look back. Uh, at some of the successful things that you've accomplished because of wisdom, the right choices that you've made, um, are you filled with gratitude and humility because you know ultimately it's the Lord holding you as you're anchored and focused and centered on Him as you fear the Lord, or do you actually feel kind of prideful and arrogant um, rather than believing that it's God who has made you wise? Will you fear the Lord? Will you center your life on Him? You know Jesus feared the Lord, didn't He? He was so wise. He was so wise. I mean, he never made, he never sinned. You know, he never walked in folly. And yet he was completely dependent on Jesus. Jesus was someone who centered his life on God. He lived this way in his life and even to his death and resurrection. Let's be God-centered. Let's pursue a life of wisdom with all of its benefits, but knowing that ultimately God himself is the greatest benefit, knowing him and treasuring him. Let's be those kinds of people. Let's pray together. God, would you make us wise? We, we want to receive the benefits of wisdom, but we want to see you as the ultimate benefit. Would you help us? Help us to see you, help us to seek you, and love you today. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember...